Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 78. Psalm 78, and we'll read just the first eight verses. I've read these to you before. I never want you to forget them. It's a wonderful passage about the duty of fathers and the blessing of fathers to teach their children the word of the Lord to successive generations. And as we read through it, I want you to see the successive generations and the impact that a godly father can have. If he'll teach his children and the generation to come the words of the Lord. Let's all rise together and we'll read the first eight verses of Psalm 78. Together. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord, and His strength, and His wonderful works that He hath done. For He established a testimony in Jacob, and appointed a law in Israel, which He commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments, and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. Amen. And amen. You may be seated. Wonderful words of Psalm 78 about fathers. The psalmist in the first couple of verses tells the people to give ear as he reminds them of a commandment Moses had given them a thousand years earlier. Five hundred years earlier. A long time ago. And he says in verse 3, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. The truth of God in the world is maintained and defended by the church of Jesus Christ, by his servants, and by fathers. There's not a verse in the Bible that commands mothers to teach their children. But in most homes in our nation today, the mother is the spiritual leader. Because the father is AWOL, absent without leave, from the duties that God has given him. And so we see in this psalm, as we see in Deuteronomy, as we see in Isaiah, as we see in Ephesians, and as we see in Colossians, the duty of teaching children is the father's duty. And where the father fails, the family fails, unless God works a miracle. We have a Lois and a Eunice in the Bible, but that's because they didn't have a believing husband. And Timothy was trained by them in the word of the Lord. But in ordinary cases, and the cases of this church, it's the Father's duty. So the psalmist said in verse 3, which we have heard and known and our fathers have told us. The church is not the only preserver of the truth. 
nor is the ministry, though they're called to do that. It's every father to convey to their children and to their children and to the generation to come the things of God's precious word. You have an inheritance to give your children. And it exceeds any amount of money or any professional training or any business you could ever give your children. That will do them no good in this life or in the next life in comparison to the word of God. Verse 4, here's the response of godly men. We will not hide them from their children. Meaning the grandchildren of the fathers that are referenced in the first three verses. We will not hide these things that God has given us. We will not leave them on a bedside stand. We will not leave them on a library shelf. We will not hide them. We will give these things to our children, to their children. Showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord. Here are things to give your children. The praises of the Lord, His strength, and His wonderful works that He hath done. If you were to send your children, and if you did send your children or do, to the public school, they are generally not taught His praises. They are generally not taught His strength. And they are generally not taught His wonderful works. They spend their time learning about the praises of men, the strength of men, and the wonderful works of men. And what we need to communicate to our children are the praises, strength, and wonderful works of God Himself. Verse 5 tells us what we need to communicate. God established a testimony in Jacob, that's His Word, and appointed a law in Israel, that's His Word, which He commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children. This has been a principle throughout the Word of God that fathers are to teach their children. This is God's ordained means for our children to be God-fearing children and to know the Lord, His praises, His strength, and His wonderful works. This is God's ordained means for accomplishing it. Verse 6, that the generation to come might know them. That is the testimony and the law which God had commanded to Moses and to Israel that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children. This is wonderful. Amen. This is wonderful. Every father was once a little boy by himself. At certain times in his life, lonely. In a solitary way. Then he finds a woman who's willing to bear children. And have children for him. They are the father's children. That is the word of the Lord. From the beginning of the Bible to the end of the Bible. Because it's the father that if he wasn't AWOL is supposed to take the primary responsibility for their training in the fear of the Lord. And a father then teaches his children and they're to teach their children and then another generation of children to come. That lonely boy becomes the head of a pardon the expression, a pyramid or a multi-level structure, pardon the expression, of presenting the Word of God to children. And there's a great family that's built because one man committed his heart to follow the Lord and to do things God's way, not to leave it to his wife, not to leave it to the pastor, 
Not to leave it to Sunday school teachers, not to leave it to a televangelist, but to do it himself. And that is to teach his children the word of God and the fear of the Lord. What a succession of the truth in verse 6. There is hardly any truth left in the world. Is there any wonder why? Most fathers have abdicated their responsibility. They're AWOL. They do not do the job in the home to teach children the fear of the Lord and God's opinion and God's rule on all matters. All the matters that face young people have already been answered in the Word of God. If a father would just teach his children, the answers are already there. No matter what subject you take up, the answers are in the Word of God, and it needs to be communicated to children. And fathers are the ones responsible. And so this morning... In the second day of a new year, we want to emphasize fathers. Every one of you men, you should swell in your hearts with the responsibility and the duty that God's given you, but with the blessed privilege. Amen. And if you've wasted days or months or years, you're no different than the other fathers in here. You ask God to forgive you, and you start afresh. Amen. Because he's merciful and he forgives. And he's able to help you recover lost years if you humble yourself completely and seek him with your whole heart and your whole face. And the purpose of teaching all these generations is verse 7, that they, this whole family, this nation, this church, might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments. And might not be as their stubborn fathers were in forsaking the commandments. It's to have a God-fearing, faithful, loyal people for the Lord. This is how it's done, with fathers teaching their children. And God has commanded that from the beginning. It's taught in the Old Testament. It's taught in the New Testament. And it's our job and privilege. It is a great blessing. Psalm 78, verses 1 through 8. That we might not be like men that have gone before us, who fell in love with this world and did not set their heart and their hope in the God of heaven. That we might have families that would make a difference in our church, in our city, and wherever they have influence. May the Lord bless us as dads this day to look at 2005 and to lay hold of it with all of our might and to remember the duties that God has given us and to fulfill them by His grace and His strength. He is able to make you able. Are you willing for him to make you able? May the Lord bless us this day in Jesus' name and for his honor and glory. Amen. Amen.